Hello and welcome back to the 10th Pint Podcast. We're here with me, Lucas Normal, and Beefham. Yes, lad. And today we have a very special guest, former professional footballer, Alan Navarro. How are we, mate? Thanks for having me. Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, thanks a lot for coming on. So um, we normally get started off with, like, what was your first memory of football? Like, what made you sort of fall in love with the game, so to speak? Probably just kicking a, fo- a ball around in the street in the school and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, six, seven, maybe, eight, something like that. Um, it's actually a cousin of mine. Um actually got me into a team when I was about nine, ten. Yeah. Um that's how it all started really. Where about when Liverpool did you grow up? Um my family's mainly down from Scotty Ways, Scotty oh, Scotland yeah. Old. And then um my mum moved us up to Anfield. Um and we lived literally six doors away from the cop. Yeah. Did you um so we actually grew up from about eleven, twelve from there. So I take it you're a Liverpool fan as a kid then? Massive mate, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what how old was you when they picked you up then? I was, I went on trial with them when I was about 13. Yeah. Um, and I was probably there about six to eight months. Mm. Nothing seemed to be happening. It was strange. Mm. It was just, just they kept asking me to come back and come back. Um, when actually signed? Was wasn't signed. No. no, I was just, just asking me to come back training and, yeah. and not playing the games. Um, yeah, and then probably signed probably about eight months later. It was a long time, to be honest. I was there. What do you reckon he was sort of waiting for then? To see if you're good enough. Because you surely must have known in eight months. I was... I haven't got a clue, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got a clue. Uh, maybe they were unsure. Maybe yeah. they wanted to give me a bit more time. Maybe they thought I was a bit shy, because I was a bit of a shy kid, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, some players probably take a little bit longer to settle down. Maybe show, but yeah, yeah. They just, it just took them a while to make a decision on me. Yeah. Which I wasn't complaining about, do you know what I mean? Mm. Was any other clubs in for you around that time? At the time, I was playing for Liverpool Schoolboys, yeah. um, and Everton asked me to go to go there, do a bit of training with yeah. them. Um, and when I went, I just didn't like it at all. Did that's because you were there, or you just didn't like no, it? No, I just when I went, I just felt a bit. Oh, I don't like this. Yeah, the training. I'm not saying it was bad training, and I just couldn't settle in there. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, didn't like that. I also went to Tramir as well as a kid, yeah. and played a game or two there. Um, but once Liverpool asked me to sign, that yeah. was it then, you know what I mean? Yeah. So was there any sort of other players in your age group who sort of went on to have like a professional career as well as you? Players the exact same age as me. Um, a lad called Richie Partridge. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were younger, he was a lot of lot of teams after him. Because um, yeah. he was, when we were kids, he was unbelievable, to be honest. All likes of Barcelona and everybody were really looking into him and obviously yeah. Liverpool got him. Um, he he went on and played like sort of he played for Liverpool's first team. Um, he went on to like sort of Coventry and stuff like that. But he had bad injuries, Richie. Yeah, I think it it uh, didn't help his, his career basically. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, he was my age, and then there was a couple of players, obviously older and younger, the yeah. year above and the year below, who also made made as, as yeah. pros. Yeah. So going on, like um, you went on loan out to crew. Yeah. Yeah. So what was that experience like? Strange, yeah. Um, good for experience, yeah. good to, to know something different, but totally different to what I was used to. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? What league are they in at that time? Like? Championship. Really, yeah. yeah. It's not too much of a drop, is it? It's not like you're going to League Two. It, it was Championship then, and it was a tough league because yeah. I, I, I was playing, even though I was training every day with Liverpool first team, Yeah, I was playing reserves. And reserve games, even though you do play against some pros in reserve, it's yeah. not as hard as when you go and play a championship match. It yeah. was yeah. tough, it was a big eye-opener. Um, but it was a good eye-opener, do you know what I mean? Yeah, didn't you score your first professional goal there as well? Yeah, I'd only been on the pitch about 10 minutes, I think. Uh-huh. It was actually, I started the game and it was within the first 10 minutes. I think I'd only touched the ball once or twice before that. Yeah. Yeah, scruffy goal. You remember well, the goal, yeah? Yeah, it was a bit of a scruffy one, but <laughs> you take it, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Was that just feeling, just pure... Joy like when you first got that. It's hard to explain. Yeah. yeah. It's like a people say they can't remember it. Yeah. Like when basically. they have stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to explain it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But um looking back at it, obviously it was a great time. Yeah. You know. Really How does good. the loan come about? Like, do you ever say in that at Liverpool or do you sit down with whoever the manager was at the time and I first found out of a player called Danny Murphy. Danny Murphy used to play for crew and Liverpool bought him. Yeah. Um he said to me, Dario Grady's been asking about you, about going on, I think they're going to come in for you, would you accept it? I said, oh, I don't know. 
Gerard Zulay was the manager at the time, pulled mm. me in and said, crew want you, do you fancy going? I said, that's what you want, he went, where are you going to do it, basically, and that's, yeah. that's how it came about. What was he like, Hule? A lot of people say, um, from Carragher, seems like he, like he loved him, he said he was very like, family-orientated. I understand why Carragher likes him, because Carragher's gone and has a great career yeah. under the money, you know, yeah. um, and that's the way players will be with different managers. Like yeah. I could play and turn around and say, I didn't like that manager because I didn't get on well with him. Mm. But another player probably loved him because he had a great career under him. Yeah. Um, come, come across a bit like a bit of a school teacher, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That type. But it probably needed that because he brought a lot of um, a lot of things about like no mobile phones, yeah. lateness, all that type of stuff, mm. uh, diets and all that. Yeah. A lot of stuff came in. And it, and it probably helped Liverpool in a way. Yeah. You mentioned before you're training with the Liverpool first team. So what was that experience like then? Yeah, it was great. It was yeah. great experience. Every single day playing with all the top professionals at the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and it was tough. But they helped you as well. Some mm. players did help you. Some players come over and speak to you and try and help you out, which was good. Was there anyone who was like particularly like sound you really got on with? Got on with like some people like Jamie Redknapp. Um, the reason being with like Sir Jamie Redknapp, he he was coming back from injury quite mm. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was having bad bad times and he was playing a lot with me in the reserves when he was coming back. Yeah. So we seemed to get on quite well with him. Um like said Danny Murphy, David Thompson, the, some of the local lads, Stephen Gerrard, obviously, because I grew up with him anyway. Um yeah. yeah, people like Gary McAllister would help. Emil Esky, great yeah. guy to come over and talk to you. Um, yeah, some some good lads there. How good was Gerard at that time? Like, how old was he then? Gerard was a year above me, so yeah. he would have been what? If I was with the reserves at 18, 19, he'd always be the year above. Yeah, was he already uh, like first team regular by then? He probably went from the academy um, up to the rounds about when he was, I think it was 17, 18. Mm. But you'd always knew he was going to do it. Yeah. He, he was taught about it since we were younger, of the way he was going to be, you know what I mean? You could see what type of player he was going to be. Yeah, it, it's hard to explain how good of a player he did is. Did he stand out even amongst that? Even that first yeah. team, did he stand out then? Yeah, yeah. Basically, they all loved him. You can tell. It, it's it's just it's hard to explain how good a player is. You know. Yeah. Obviously, people can see him, but when you're actually playing with him, training with him every day, you understand mm. how how good these people are. How much do you think of it, do you think of it's like a coach when they're younger developing them, or how much do you think it's like just pure talent that you can't teach? A bit of both. Yeah. I thought a bit of both. You've got to have the talent, to, but if you're not, if you've got a, someone behind you coaching you and you've got a good mindset, you're going to do well, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you've got to have some sort of talent. You've got yeah. to. Yeah, so, so after Liverpool, you went to Tramia initially on loan and then they kept you on. Yeah. yeah. So what was that like over there with like the fans? Because you've got quite a big fan base, haven't you, Tramia? Mm. I think it's about 20,000, isn't it, Prenton Park? Yeah. Um, when I went on loan, it was really good. I, mm. had, I think I played four games for the only side for the initial month. Uh, play four games and scored two goals. I had a really good little spell there. Um, and when it comes to the end of the loan, the manager at the time, Dave Watson, he was trying to keep me on, saying I want to try and extend your loan. Um, Gerard Dule at this time was in hospital. Uh, Phil Thompson turned around and said, no, he, if you want him, you've got to buy him, basically. And that's yeah. how it came about. So I couldn't extend it. I had to go back to Liverpool. Was it the right yeah. time, do you reckon, to leave Liverpool? Did you want to leave or do you think? Looking back at it now, I wish I didn't. Mm. Because of the way things panned out, but yeah. probably the other things in my life wouldn't have happened if it, if it didn't, so I can't complain, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, career-wise, at the time, probably the wrong time for me to have gone there. Definitely. I think, yeah. yeah. Because of them or just because No, not because of them, you were at, because like, of me, yeah. 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 Hey, what was like? What was um? What was so hard about moving away? Like, why do you think you should have stayed at Liverpool? Well, I only had about six months left on my contract. Yeah. Um, and my agent was telling me the time and, and rumours and that there was a lot of teams interested in me, but I never wanted to leave Liverpool. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I didn't want to leave Liverpool, but I also thought to myself, they're offering you a three and a half, de- uh, three and a half year deal. You've got to. You've got to basically take it. You've got to. You've got to do it because you don't. 
I could have come to the end of Liverpool contract and nothing happened. Mm. Might not have got a career out of it. Yeah. Just, you don't know, do you know what I mean? Security as well, isn't it, with a long yeah. contract? Basically, yeah. I had a chance to, a three and a half year deal, a club on my doorstep, basically just over the water. Yeah. Chance to go and play football. At the time, they just got relegated from the championship, looking to go straight back up. Mm. That was what they were telling me, you know, yeah. ambition and that. And I thought, you know what? I've got an opportunity. Let, let, let's go for it then, if it's there. Yeah. So was that Dave Watson Everton centre half who was manager? Yeah. So what was he like as a manager? Was he good? Nicest fellow in the world. Honestly, yeah. he really was. Couldn't couldn't speak highly of him. Was he the right manager at the time? I thought you'd have to speak to other players, but sometimes you you can be too nice. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. people start like taking liberties with that, then yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> my first day there. Sweating, not, I'm not gonna lie to you. My first day there, trained, and we were out on the aisle all day because it was a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was my first day. Now, <laughs> but back then, a lot of teams maybe had done that, and that might have been the, the, the way they did it back then. Yeah. But I was just like, maybe he got a bit of peer pressure, and lads were on him to do it to get out and need to do something. I don't know, but that yeah. was my first day. I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. Crazy. That you always get to know everyone, don't we? Yeah, it is. It is, and yeah. that's good to. Sorry, that's good to join the pre doing things like that. Yeah, you do get to settle and and mm. meet people and like on a different level. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Break the ice type of thing. Yeah. yeah. It must have been part of like going from like as you said before about Julio, no mobile phones <laughs> and stuff like that. Oh, <laughs> to you what on, on the aisle on Tuesday. Totally different, mate. Honestly, <laughs> totally different. Yeah. How did you find like the level then in, in League One compared to what you've been playing in reserves and stuff? League One's tough. Yeah. Because it's one of the hardest leagues I've played in. Really yeah. is. Because um, a lot of fit lads, angry men, who <laughs> want to hurt you basically. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's tough. It's You don't get the time that you, you're probably doing training like you do yeah, when yeah. you're playing with the first team and you're playing reserves. You get mm. a bit of time on the ball and that as well. You don't get that. Um, yeah, League One's tough. I enjoy it all that. I love yeah. the rough and tough part of the game. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I did. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. How does it compare to the championship? Like, is there a big gap? Would you say in terms of quality? Not a big gap. No. no. Uh, now I'd say even more so. No. No. I watch the games. Some of the games now, and some of the quality in the yeah. League One these days are really good. Do you reckon there's, there's more of a gap between like League Two and League One than the championship and League One? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so then you went to Chester and Macclesfield, both on loan. Is, is that like your again is what Luke said is it your decision to go on loan to Chester and Macclesfield or is it like so the club sort of tell you to do it so the Chester one mm. the, that was because I just come back from my first knee injury mm. and the manager at the time <coughs> sorry it was with was uh, Ray Mathias he went to Chester mm. and he got the job and he and he's messaged to see if he knew I just got back from injury did I want to go and play some games Um. And I accepted to go, to be honest. Didn't like a minute of it that I was there. Just didn't like it at all. Just didn't... I probably needed more training, more uh, football with getting used to me knee again than going straight yeah. into games, you get what I mean? Um, probably needed that, and I just didn't like it at all. Is it hard as a player to have much of a say with an injury? Because obviously you have like pressure off fans, manager, where you sort of know your own body, don't you? So at times it's people like the, say, oh, like, oh yeah, he doesn't want to play for us. Like people yeah. like that with Calvin Lewin, aren't they? Yeah. With Everton, like oh, he doesn't want to play and all that. If your body's breaking down, for trying to get back too yeah. quick, sometimes yeah. it can happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know the Calvin Lewin situation, but mm. if you're trying to rush to get back to, to play and it's breaking down, what what can you do? Yeah, true. Yeah. What was the um, Joe Chester? What league were they in then? League two at the time. Yeah, I think they were in League two. Or was it League two? Might have even been conference. Yeah. And it was definitely hovering between the two at the time. Yeah. So um, after that, it was Atkinson you signed on a payment there? No, so when I was the when I came back from um Chester, Macclesfield, I went on loan there. Um and I was supposed to sign permanent there. Yeah. Because Tramia basically told me if I play any more games for them, mm. well I can't play any more games because they have to pay Liverpool money. So I had to go basically. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to sign at Macclesfield and it fell through. Yeah. Um, and I come to the end of my contract with Tramia, and I had nowhere to go at the time. Mm. Um, unfit and all that. And um, the lad there at the time, Paul Cook, 
Oh yeah, on him, yeah. Yeah. Was Wigan manager? Was yeah. Yeah. And Chesterfield and Portsmouth yeah, yeah. and that. He, uh, he invited me to go up. The season has already started. He invited mm-hmm. me to go up and do some training. And that's what I went up, basically. Do some, and I needed it. I was overweight. Not uh, fit at all. Not playing. Uh, and just got back in. Training. Got back in the mould of it. Yeah. Uh, and I enjoyed that. Um, but at the time, they were doing really well. They were actually mm. top of the league, I think. I think they got promoted that league that year. Yeah. I was only there about a month. Machersfield got back in touch to my agents and said, we actually want to do the deal and bring them in. And that's, yeah. I was on a non-contract with Accrington at the time. Um, so I could only have to give them a couple of days notice, basically, seven days notice. What's a non-contract then? It's like, you only get paid when you play, is it? Like that? Oh, they'll pay you, they pay you for the week's stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like a weekly basis, uh, yeah. weekly contract. Uh, don't have to keep me shining, mm. but they can give you notice at any time. Yeah. You can give them notice at any time that you want to leave. That's mad, that seems so like short notice. Say if you were playing the week before and then you're like, oh, now I'm not playing that. Well, I wasn't in a great position to to go yeah. and negotiate any sort of contract anyway. Um, yeah. I had no intentions actually of staying there. I actually went to get my fitness up and because mm. they, were, they were in the conference and I wanted to be in the league, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what happened, basically. Yeah. And then MK Doms came. That seemed like it was your, probably your best time of your career. Would you agree with that? Probably. Yeah, yeah. Se- um, 77 games across a few seasons. So Paul Ince got the job at Macclesfield. Yeah. He mm. took over and then he went, he got the Macclesfield, uh, he got the MK Don's job. Yeah. Um, and he told me not to re-sign at Macclesfield. I want to take you down there. Yeah. That's how that came about, basically. Mm. Is that allowed? Is it not like um, these days, like tapping up or something <laughs> they call that, don't they? Well, I, I was loads, coming though. out of contract with Macclesfield. I signed me two years coming out of contract with Macclesfield. Yeah. And he just said to me, it's up to you, but I'd like to take you with me. Would you be interested? Yeah. I said, yeah, definitely. Well, of course. Do you have like a good relationship with him? Yeah, they got on really well with him. Yeah. Yeah, really well. Good manager. Yeah, where did he go him. after that? He ended up at Black- we went to Blackpool, didn't went, he, as well? Went to Blackburn. Blackburn, yeah. Straight after the MK Don's job. Yeah. Got sacked from Blackburn. I think he had Notch County. I think Blackpool for it. I think he's yeah. at Reading now. Yeah, I think he's yeah, on the yeah. second Redding, spell yeah. at Reading, isn't he? Yeah. 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 And then, um, you got promotion with MK Dons? Yeah, we won the league uh, and we won the Johnston's Paint that year. Yeah, was that at Wembley? Yeah. So did you play Did you play in that game at Wembley? Yeah, yeah. What's, yeah. what's that like then, playing at Wembley? Uh, it was it's unbelievable like... experience. Yeah. Every player's dream. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially the new Wembley. Yeah. Uh, just an unbelievable. We, had, we set, took us down there the week for the week, basically. He said, we'll go down, we'll have a game of golf, we'll have a night out, we'll have a meal. Training and then the game, like the lead up to the game and that. Yeah, just an unbelievable experience, really was. Yeah. Unbelievable day. Yeah, and then to get promotion as well. Yeah, it was a great year. We, do you know what? That, that team we had, it should have it got promoted again mm. the second season, but the new manager when Di Matteo came in, Started bringing his own players in and changing mm. things, and we just missed out. We finished third the second season in League. league Di Matteo manager was he? Yeah? He came in after Ince when Ince went to Blackburn. Champions League winner manager, him, isn't he? Not? Mm. But did, could you tell like he was like, a world class manager? Like because you see that like obviously he won the Champions League, don't you? So see, this is where this is where <laughs> I'll say when we were talking about earlier on about different players getting on with different managers. Yeah. Um, some players might turn around and say they like I I just thought he was one arrogant guest. Mm. Didn't like him at all. Mm. Yeah. Just looked down at here and you just no one was good enough, you know. because yeah. of obviously his own standards. But you can tell he didn't want to be there. He's yeah. only there a year and he, he went and he said West Brom. Yeah. Well you're like uh, I don't know. <laughs> well you're like MK Toms, did you just ever play Wimbledon? It's like quite a, a fierce, rival, yeah, it's quite fierce, did play. No, I don't think we played while I was there. I don't think Wimbledon would have been the high then, would they, in the league? Yeah, I think. They they, they played them, though, in one of the Cups, the Johnson's Paint, I think, the Mm. season I left. I think Mm. they did play them the first time. I think it was, anyway. Yeah. It's a massive ground as well, isn't it, MP Thomas? Absolutely, you know. Unbelievable. But that was, when I signed, was the first year they moved in. Yeah. Yeah, It was unbelievable. Where were they playing before that? Where was they? Yeah, yeah. A place called the Hockey Stadium. It was in Milton Keynes. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was the other side of Milton Keynes, and he, uh, what he, what he, he built the ground. He's built all, well, he hasn't basically the, the chairman, but he mm. sold all parts off to it. He's got all, like restaurants and all that round. It's unbelievable, down there. Yeah, really so he's nice. got a big fan base down there. No, no, not a big. But 
we have we there was when we when we went to Wembley there was fifty six thousand I think we took about thirty. Really? So yeah, when we play likes of when we play likes of Leeds and at home we were getting like eighteen thousand. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they've got many now. I think they're only eating like five six thousand. It's always hard, isn't it? Because they're quite a new club, aren't they? And then you've got like the name Wimbledon for them old fans. Type There's quite a few big clubs around there as well. Not far from there is the yeah. all the London clubs and that. So yeah, probably hard for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's map on like in it, MK yeah. Don's Wimbledon like. Did, did you know the owner wasn't it sort of about moving them to Ireland or something? Wimbledon, yeah. You saw was that yeah. Wimbledon? That was Wimbledon, Don's, right? Yeah. Going yeah. to move them to Ireland, a big protest about it, man. So mad at the way you just split into two clubs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what's like the maddest thing you've had like shouts at you at a football match or anything like that? Did you hear it? <laughs> uh, probably not me because I'm deaf in one ear. Do you know what I mean? Probably calling half I've had a few overweight shouts in my time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way it is, you know. Yeah. Because uh, I've always fought my weight, to be honest. Um, I thought you just get the usual stuff. I remember, I remember um, playing against Northampton away, and I remember snapping my cruciate. Mm. Um, my second time was on my knee. And all I remember is, like, on the floor in pain, just looking at one of the couple of their fans laughing at me. <laughs> and then in bits on the floor, and they're just laughing at me. Harsh, so, that yeah, like. You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> screaming on the floor and laughing. Yeah. That's one thing I remember about. You'd have to think that when a player's down, first thought is like he's not actually injured, isn't he? Yeah, For whatever it's... reason. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. It depends how pain you look like, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> is there any particular fans who like great, like, or had great followings, like great atmospheres which you played on the. Brighton had a great following. Yeah. Yeah. Really they had the new ground then? No, when I signed. He were, it was getting built. It took two, I signed a two-year deal. and the end of that two-year deal, it, it just got built. Yeah. Um, and I re-signed another year with them. That first game at, at the Amex in the Championship, they must have been about 30,000. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I got, they got some fans down there. Like. Did, you, did you play at the old ground then as well? Played at the old ground, yeah. Was that, what was that, like a race track? It, was, yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? <laughs> if, you, if you've ever been down Brighton, they got like the hottest summers in the world. Do you think we'd be no forever and it was raining and we got beat? So. <laughs> there's no protection in that ground at all. So when you're playing in that heat, yeah. you just it's horrible. Horrible, honestly. Yeah. You can't move, innit? Yeah. Who was their manager at the time? When I first signed for them, it was Russell Slade. Yeah. And then Gus Poye got the job after me. What was he like? After, after me, after Russell Slade. He was probably the best manager I've had. Poye, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was an unbelievable guy. Football mad. Oh, great knowledge of the game. Yeah, you know, I I probably learnt more on my football then. Well, it must have been about 28, 29 then. I probably learnt more football in them two years being within than I ever did. What do you think made them different? <sighs> it's just small details of things. Yeah, just actually, you see, when when you when you do when you be under different managers, there's there's coaching. They put sessions on, but fine details of stuff of why the coaching he went into that, and it just made you. It just yeah. made them stand out different, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah he, I just thought he was class. Did he get involved in training, like have a kick oh, yeah. and that? Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> played, yeah. And, in, and every manager I've had, most of them like that, they've all joined in, apart from like Gerard Tudor, for example. <laughs> uh, yeah, Paul Lynch used to join in, Di Matteo used to join in, mm. um, Dave Watson joins in, um, Decanio, when I was with him, he joined in. What was he like, just as a character, Decanio? Oh, he's a madman. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a madman, honestly. In football, I've never seen a more intense person in my life. In it. It's hard to explain. It, he just dropped a pen or dropped a... Like, there was a, a lad, uh, Gary Roberts, who a local lad. Um, I was playing at Swindon with him. Mm. He was talking to us at the end of a game. Gary dropped a bottle of water like that. And uh, he just went over once to punch his head and screaming at his face and that. I was just just because he dropped a bottle of water. He dropped a bottle of water. Why? Why? Why is that his problem? No, like because we were getting because we got beat the game. Oh, we yeah. nearly got beat the game. Yeah. And because uh, he was talking to everyone, shouting and everyone screaming, at everyone he had a bottle and he just ran over me. And he, I just thought this guy's just too intense. But outside outside of football, he'd do anything mm. for you. I don't know. <laughs> nice guy, just bipolar, honestly. Remember when um, I think Sund- when he was Sunderland manager and um, he beat Newcastle away? He just sliding on his knees and his only just left Swindon. Yeah, <laughs> he just left Swindon, and that was I think that was first or second game. 
Yeah, it was. It was early on, like. Yeah. It wasn't there that long, was he? won 1-0, I think, didn't he? I remember yeah. watching it, yeah. Weren't there no days off under the Canyo too? <laughs> no. But this is... You see, under... When I played with Puyai, um, we used to... He used to have us in all the time. So when I went to Swindon, a lot of the players started moaning, I don't get no days off. And I went, I went bothered. Yeah. But I got dragged into being, oh, why had my hand of a day off and all that? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I realised he was a bit of a drinking culture there. They loved a little bevy themselves. Yeah. So, um, but it didn't bother me because I was used to it. How many days off, like, the normally footballers get a week? Probably changed now from when I was playing because they play quite a lot, don't they? Mm. If, you, if there's a game on a Tuesday... You just played on a Saturday. You're normally in Saturday. You're normally in Sunday, Monday yeah. for the game Tuesday after Wednesday off. Mm. But it just depends. If it's Saturday, Saturday, a lot of clubs used to have a Wednesday off. That's mm. where a lot of Tuesday nights yeah. used to come out. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean? um, if we but on to if we had a Saturday, Saturday, he give us a Sunday, Monday off, which is actually weren't bad. Yeah. Because then you'd have like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, where the trains get back to the game. Yeah. So that probably worked better. Was it? Is it a shock to you now seeing where Brighton are, or back then did you sense the no. like? Yeah, you can tell it was taking foundations there. Yeah, yeah. The chairman, um, been with them a long time. He's he's got so much money, honestly, so much money, and he only ever invests apparently ten percent of his worth, um, and he bought that grounds out of his own money, pay for and everything. So you just knew that he had the foundations and the money to take the club. Yeah, do you seem very like well run, don't yeah. you? As yeah, opposed it's, to Everton. it's unbelievable down there. My stadium and that's lovely, honestly. Yeah, proper nice stadium. Do you think they can like sort of push on to start getting into them European places and that? Why not? Yeah. Do you see like we sell a lot? Oh, they sell a lot of the best players. Like I wouldn't put it like the, that. Kukurea, they sold him mm. for like eighty million. To be fair, and he's not worth that, is he? But and like, I think McAllister's probably going to go in the summer or something. Mm. But they've probably sold players in the past and then replaced them. Yeah. There's always someone to replace someone. Honestly. Yeah. Yes, just that you haven't heard of them yet. Yeah, you true. probably will once they sign them and do well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So enough players out there. Yeah. Do you know what you mentioned? The Canyon was a bit mad. Do you reckon if he could have leveled that out, he would have went, went on to like be like a top manager or like a consistent Premier League Championship manager? No. 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 Do you reckon that made him who he was in a way? Yeah. Like as a player, that that, yeah, yeah. That's just he was a class player, wasn't he? You know yeah. what I mean? But as as a manager, no. Um, we we all said as soon as he left. <laughs> when he goes to when he go when he was going to Sunderland, they're gonna hate him, they're gonna fall out, and he did. We, yeah. There's loads of rumours about him falling out with them. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. they had a, they were a different level to us. They were all on mega money compared to us, uh, and the respect isn't there as much, I suppose. Yeah. You've got to go in and sort of hug them players and get them on side instead yeah. of alienating yourself to them. We just knew it ain't gonna work. Mm. He hasn't got. He hasn't got the trust either in, like, for example, his, his own staff. Yeah. He, his own staff wasn't allowed to do anything. He was just dead as yes men. He took yeah. everything. So he'd take, like, he'd have, like, the defenders doing all sorts of running just on the side for an hour, hour and a half while he took the midfielders and strikers and then swap over. But by the time the defenders went over, they were knackered, you know what yeah. I mean? And you were talking, like, two and a half hour, three hour training sessions. By the time you walked off, you were like, what was all that about? Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's just too much. Yeah, there was there no was no one near above him, sort of any director of football telling him like no one. Like were the lads like not happy with him? No. Yeah, yeah. No one liked him. Mm. No one liked him. But um, he was the manager at the time, so <laughs> yeah. For it, there was a, there was a lad called uh, Tommy Miller, an, an older lad who signed at the same time as me. He's probably a year or two above me, Tommy. Uh, and he was saying to the to the kind of like the time. Got a, I've got a pull tie like me. I can't train, and he was flipping on him, fuming on him. What do you mean? Self he used to say self diagnostics and <laughs> flip on him, and make people feel proper small and all that. Yeah, like I can't run. He has a big bruise on his tie. He went to tell you what, then we'll get your scans. We'll show you there's nothing wrong with you. He has a ten inch tear in, tear in his tie. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He just didn't trust people. Yeah, it's crazy. Surely that's down to whoever the doctor, physio, or whoever. Not even no. So when I done. I done my medials. Mm. Uh, I snapped my medial in the game, so I wasn't allowed to see the physio in, in England. The physio with the club. Yeah. He sent me to Italy to see his doctors, to see his people. Didn't trust anyone. Honestly, he was crazy. That's just it's weird, isn't it? Strange, mate. 
And to be honest, it probably set me back longer going there because, yeah. like, my physio, when I was speaking to him, I was obviously ringing the physio saying, This is what me doing. He said, You should be on a bike, you should be doing things, you, you know, you keeping fit and all that. Mm. Just, just sat on a bed for, I think it was nine days, not doing yeah. nothing. Crazy. Was it in Italy? In Italy. <laughs> What were you like big, when you said you were going to go to Italy to get sorted, even though you knew you'd had a few days? It was a big, it was a big, big place there. Do you know what I mean? It was a big, like uh, a lot of, a lot of, like there was um, tennis players and all that. There, there was a big thing going mm. on. But they just had me sat, sat on this bed, not doing nothing. I mean, he was just swelling, swelling, swelling. Yeah. Whatever they were doing, they had all these machines on it and all that. Yeah, just weren't working. In the end, they said we have to drain it. Just drain mm. the knee, it was just too swollen. Was he like communicating with you at the time then? To kind of he came over, he came oh, over to see what was going on, but not like, yeah, come over and see what was going on, make sure the needs everything. Like I said, outside the football, he was class, he'd come over, make sure mm. the hotel's fine, if you got food and all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. that that side of it, he was, he was class, but mm. he just didn't trust anyone. Yeah, and when I was speaking to the, the physio back at the club, he was saying, like. I need you back. I don't know what to do. I, I need you to actually start getting the knee moving. I need you. You know, yeah. so it probably sent me back further. Going, going yeah. there. What was pre seasons like under Tacano? Crazy. I don't mind hours work. No one, no player really minds hours work. Um, but we were doing hours work in in Italy under forty degrees. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Unbelievable. Mm. Would, you, would you say it's pre seasons the hardest that you had? Different. Um, I've had a few hard pre-seasons at Tramia. Yeah. Um, under Les Parry. Some hard pre-seasons, old school pre-seasons, you know what I mean? His were more structured in the sense that like, it wasn't big one-hour runs. Yeah. You're doing more like four-minute, six-minute runs, but it was the times he was picking to do it. The bacon eat, do you know what I mean? Yeah. He, was just, he just couldn't breathe in it. It was tough. That might be like an Italian football thing because Conte was doing that. Tottenham at the start of the season, the players feel like dying on the floor and that. But when you um, when you go to do your second session in the afternoons, even later on, you can't move in them. You yeah, you all coming to you, you're falling over because your legs are dead. <laughs> and that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I just it's something that wasn't right with him. Yeah, football wise. Where, where did he go after Sunderland? He went back to an um, commentating in Italy. I'm sure he did. Did he? Yeah. Because he, he does um, puns and three back there, doesn't he? Or I've seen him doing it. Yeah. Remember when he oh. caught the ball at Goodison? Yeah. Keith had done his knee, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, Paul Gerrard's yeah. on the floor. Like, he could have scored, to be fair to him, and he just catches the ball yeah. and stops. Mad. But he's done that all about him. That's the way yeah. he was. It was all about him. <laughs> Honestly. To you show fume, everyone, do you know you what I mean? You fume, yeah. you? If you're a West Ham fan there, do you know what I mean? He's just scored, though. <laughs> so, um, once, um, how did it come to an end, then, your career? So, obviously, I've had my two two cruciates done. Uh, when I done my medial at, at Swindon, um, I was getting knee problems. I said it, it it probably wasn't great me going to Italy, and it just it it sort of set me back. If that made sense, yeah. where I should with, with me and my leg, like my knees, I should have been doing leg weights all the time to keep the muscles and that. And I just lost a load of muscle, and then I was getting proper pains in my legs and my knees and that. So I went down to see the Canio gone by this time. Went down to see the specialist in London. Um, he said we can actually see two tears in your meniscus. Um, I've got a a growth of a cyst growing through the left kneecap. Um, he said if you want to take that, I would have to take three quarters of your cartilage out. Yeah. You'd have to do two operations. It was like thirty three at the time, thirty two, thirty three. Yeah. He said, um, he said you're basically putting me in a wheelchair, aren't you? He said, you'll probably be in a wheelchair for a few months and then um, get back to it and that. I said, but by the time I get back, I'll be out of contract. I'll be 33, 34. I said, there's no chance of me. Yeah. He said, you're ending my career. He said, well, basically, yeah. So that's how it came to an end. So yeah. I still had one more year left at Swindon, but I had insurance in place, you know, like uh, medical insurance, yeah. injury insurance. So I went through that basically to get yeah. me payout of that. Was that hard sort of the process that it wasn't really on your terms that you ended your career then? It was sort of injury, weren't it? Bit of both. Mm. Bit of both. I could have prolonged my career. Yeah. For how long? 
maybe another two or three years. Yeah. But I'd be struggling now, even more now than what I am. Do you get what yeah. I mean? Because he told me he didn't really want to take anything out my knees because mm. it's cushion type yeah, of thing. Yeah. He said, I will be put on proper bone on bone. He said, I don't really want to do that yet. He said, I'll prolong your career, but it's what you're going to be like after life. Is it worse for you like later in life, is it, if you take all that out your knee? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, I've already got bits of arthritis in my knees, you know what I mean? Um, pains and that, but that's just the way it is. Yeah. But I didn't want to be worse, no one have got kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's not worth it, is it, for like not not, two years, really? Not really, mate, no. Yeah. Um, that, that was decision, really. So even though the... The doctors have told me. I also have made the decision myself. Yeah. So going on to like career highlights, as uh, seeing that you scored the winner at Leeds, at Ellen Road. Oh yeah. For Brighton. Yeah. So that was probably one of your highlights. or the brace against um, Brighton, and your debut for Swindon. The goal for Brighton was my only goal for Brighton. Yeah. Um, which was a, was a great day that to be honest because we done well. We were winning that game and. Uh, the equalising, I think I scored only the last couple of minutes to win the game, so it was a, the way we won it. You know what I mean? It was mm. was good. The the brace against Brighton, yeah, it was it was it was sweet to be honest because I just left, just left Brighton, just joined Swindon. The first game was in the, I think it was the Carabao Cup at the time against Brighton at our place. Yeah, and two goals. It, it was just class. You celebrate? You know I mean? Yeah, like, <laughs> because I'm always made the decision to do that though because. When I when I played for Brighton against Liverpool, yeah, played at Anfield. Uh, we scored against Liverpool to make it one one. Yeah, and everyone was celebrating, and I just walked back to the the halfway line. Yeah, thought I can't celebrate. I don't know why I did it, but from then I always thought I'll never do that again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's obviously why. And I that's because you're a fan of Liverpool alone. Not only was you like there, I don't know, you know, a bit of everything in my mind probably going on. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, Couple of scousers who might know me turn around saying, What are you doing? Celebrating it. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? When but we had um, Lee Peltier on, he said he was on the bench for West Brom. Do you know when Alisson scored? Oh, and he said part of him was like nearly <laughs> celebrating because he's the red. I imagine, yeah. It's when, uh, I tell you what was a hard point for me was when the game was about to start, when they sing You Never Walk Alone. Yeah. Because they're obviously the cop ends facing, we're the away team facing mm. the cop. Yeah. Obviously, I was just standing there, just watching, like looking at the cop, thinking, Oh my god, there's my neck stood up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, got to play against these now, but I was <laughs> half Liverpool. Do you know what I mean? It's hard. Who was playing for Liverpool that day? Um, Carragher, Gerard, Johnson, Suarez. Did Suarez play? Skirtle, uh, Charlie Adam. I think Suarez played, um, Rainer. Yeah. Played, yeah. Did Luar Luar score for Brighton? Yeah, that was, well, that was knowledge then. Free kick, <laughs> honest, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was Luar it like Luar. playing against like Gerard then? Again, like that many years later. Well, I've played against them through, uh, not reserves, through the youth and that. Do you know what mm. I mean? And through the, the uh, training with the first team, that's I basically played, played against them every day. Yeah. Because I end up playing midfield against midfield. Do you know what I mean? And mm. you can't mark them. You just can't. You just it's hard to explain how good the guy is. Yeah. He's got everything that you can think of a, a modern day footballer should have had. Yeah. Strong, quick, big, can tackle, head the ball, pass the ball, skillful, fast, so yeah. so quick. But he doesn't realise how quick he was. Mm. Honestly. He probably could do everything, couldn't he? <laughs> Honestly, he could. It's, yeah. it's hard to explain. Do you know what I mean? Is there any players that like you think people wouldn't mention that you thought were very underrated that you played against? Against? Yeah. Or with? There's always players that go under the radar. I, um, like, like in training, for example, with the Liverpool first team, people like Vladimir Shemisha, um, mm. Yari Littmanen. Unbelievable in training. Honestly, yeah. so good. Jamie Renap, so good in training. Honestly, yeah. attitude and that. People like that way, you, you think, well, he didn't really take off in playing, but... Insane, yeah. mate. They were honestly frightening. What do you reckon that is? Why do you think it is? Do you think they're like intimidated just by like sort of I think boxers get it, don't they? Like people good in the gym and then when you get out, you just can't do it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Can be, do you know what I mean? It's hard to explain, to be honest, but 
people like 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 the, the, them three I've just mentioned in training. Say for example, you're doing like short sided games or short little small. You were that quick with the feet and that you just couldn't get near them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So maybe it suited them there. Where in games it's a bit more physical. Because in yeah. training people didn't really smash into people like you do in a match. You know what yeah. I mean? So. You see many like um like altercations in training. Does that happen a lot? Ah, loads. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Did you ever have, have any? Yeah, I'd be lying if I said that. Yeah. That, that was just me, though. I was a an angry player. Do you know what I mean? An angry person in the football, mm-hmm. and yeah, I've had a few. Yeah, quite a few, to be honest. <laughs> what I'd just say um, the best stadium you played at was Anfield. Oh, Anfield, yeah, Wembley, Wembley with yeah. people. Um, Old Trafford. I know it's it's a bit of a. Mm. Man, you know, but it was a great experience playing there, do you know what I mean? Uh, massive pitch. Um, the old Tottenham Stadium, I like that place, the, the White Hart Lane, that was yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, I liked there. And just a few big good grounds I've played at. Yeah. It is, yeah. Is it mad sort of like reflecting after your career, looking back, thinking, I've played Wembley, stuff like that all? Don't get a chance to reflect, to be honest, yeah. with my kids at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, no, I... I don't really take a step back anymore and think about it. You know, it's been yeah. a while now. It's been what? I finished playing, what, seven, eight years ago now? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe probably a little bit longer, maybe get to nine now. So I don't really, don't really think about it and yeah. you forget about certain things, you know what I mean? Obviously, mm. you brought a few things up today that sparks memories of, yeah. oh, I remember that. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So don't really think about certain things anymore, no. Mm. Did you have like a plan in place over when you did retire? You knew what you were going into, type thing, straight away, like the first few months. Some people will. Yeah. With me, I sort of fell into what I was doing at the time. Um, like I said, I had insurance in place, sports insurance. Um, yeah. And the two lads that helped me do it, who got me insured at the time, were local Liverpool lads. Um, yeah. And I'd always had a bit of a decent relationship with them. Um, and we kept in touch. And obviously, when I, when I finished and um, the insurance got sorted. They got in touch, and we had a, we were speaking regarding what 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 they'd like me to help them with. Yeah, and they wanted me to try and get it, them into football, more football clubs, um, some players that I knew that I can get them down there and speak to speak to clubs about or sorry, players about um, what's out there basically to help them because obviously it happened to me and I got yeah. a payout basically. Um, By payout, is that like payout from the club? Because you're insured, is it? Yeah. I have my own personal insurance. Is that on like any injury, is it then, that players can get that? It depends. Um, it'll probably be different now to back then. Yeah. Um, at this time, the specific insurance I had was, was an insurance that would insure me, even though I'd had injuries in my knees, which yeah. I thought, oh my God, I've got to take that. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I could carry on playing, but my knees wouldn't have been insured on certain other places. Yeah. Um, so that's why I took that insurance out. Um, yeah, but they asked me to to get involved with them, help them out, and then we expanded into general public life insurance and that type of stuff. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm sitting in an office <laughs> on the phones to people and selling life insurance and that type of stuff. It just yeah, it just took off that way. Do you have any knowledge of life insurance before that? Not really. That's mad, isn't it? What? No, we were just learning on the job. Obviously, yeah. set up a business. We had call centers, and it's mad. We had call centers all over the place. We had them in like South Africa and uh, Pakistan and India. We had them everywhere. Um, but I, I also done that, even though I've done a couple of badges, I also done that um, because it worked out with me kids' football. Yeah. Um, even though I was on my coaching badges, I didn't do my coaching badges to go straight into a club and start coaching. Mm. Um, and the reason being is because. For example, if I went to Liverpool Academy and I was coaching maybe the under 15, 16s, they'd have a game on the weekend. Yeah. And I'd miss my own kids' football. And I wasn't going to do that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I made a little thing, a little promise to myself that when the kids finally do their own thing and don't need me anymore, maybe I'll look into that in the future. Into the, like, the coaching side of it? Yeah. yeah. Even though I've done a couple of badges, I'm not yeah. I'm not fully like into the, the big... Um, licenses you need, you need the A license, yeah. pro license. I haven't got all them, but I've done a few where I can go into academies and then do something. But I don't want to do that just yet. Yeah, because 
as I said, Saturday, Sundays, my kids' footballs, and I love yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That, that's just what, what I love doing. Yeah. Did you have any superstitions while you were playing, like before games? I think it was always the left boot, left chin pad, left sock, weirdly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was it. I used to always do this thing when I was a kid. My mum my mom was laughing about it the other day. I used to say it when I was about 10, 11. I used to say little things in my head. So say like little rhymes in my head all the time, and I couldn't get it out of my head while I was playing footy. And that, that probably went with me for a couple of years, which was strange. Did that just be going on in your head? Just going on my head and playing games. That's so mad. I'd say a word yeah. in my head, and then I'd have to say something <laughs> rhyming with that word. But I was, that's just going on while I was playing. I was that's mad. Is that like like every, that. Did you still do that as a professional? No. no. <laughs> as a kid, I was. that was one of the things I used to do as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> me and my mum were talking about that. Yeah, weird. Did any, did you see any other um, superstitions that any like the players you played with had? I think um, we had one, didn't we? Um, when we had Longy on, he said, um, Sean Dyche used to walk around the pitch and count how many steps the pitch was every game. What, for the, and the size it, of the pitch? Say obviously. if it was at Turf Moor, because at Burnley, this long, it was like, Sean Dyche would walk around the pitch, and if he got it wrong, how many from last time was different, he'd have to start again. And he said Tom Heaton used to do it as well. <laughs> Mad. Not that I can think of, you know. Not, yeah. not, not that stands out like. Yeah. Yeah, not not. Any like mad stories like that you can say like. <laughs> <laughs> um, what type? What type are you looking for? I don't know what type are you looking for. Is there any players who are just like bizarre? Just weird things that you've seen happen that you just can't believe at the time. Oh, there'd be all sorts, you know. My memory's probably gone a bit, but there's probably all sorts. I could say yeah, it just sparking the memories <laughs> to, to get it going again. Um. There was a lad, um, Jude Sterling, down MK Dons, which I thought was strange. You know, lads come in with um, lads were coming with the bags, like normal bags you got there, type of thing with the boots or whatever. He used to walk around with a bin bag on his shoulder, yeah, with all his boots and gear in the back. I was just not bothered, like walk through town with a bin bag on his shoulder, like <laughs> professional footballer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I thought that was a bit strange. Yeah, he, was, he was a bit mad, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He was a bit mad. Um, yeah. But memories are probably, I don't know, I probably can't think of much, much at the moment. Yeah. yeah. What about a five-a-side team with um, players you've played with throughout your career? No, not playing either. Pick a five-a-side yeah. team I've yeah. played with? Yeah. yeah. Goalkeeper. I know he's mad, but I'd have to say David James. <laughs> he's a bit mad. But he's just big and strong, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Way keepers are, aren't they? Say David James, yeah, bit of a character. Steven Gerrard's got to be in there, no matter what. Because he can do a bit of everything. Fowler. Fowler, finishing. Um, who else? Sammy Appiah. Yeah. Like Sammy Appiah. Good, good football. Was under the radar, yeah, 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 I like Sammy Appiah. He was a good defender. Um, one more player. Player I played with at Samia, Jason Kumas. Yeah. Honestly. Wigan as well. Yeah. yeah. Such a good player. Should have been playing a lot. Should have done more than what he'd actually did. I know he played in like, the Prem with likes of West Brom and all that. And yeah. yeah we can play for Wales, but honestly, his ability was unreal. Yeah. Why do you think he never made sort of the step up? Work rate. Yeah. He wasn't the, the hardest of workers. Yeah. That's it, basically. Is there any other else. players that you like think? Does that work the other way as well, where people like might not be technically as good, but they're like really strong, and really fit, like they're on it all the time, and they sort of get to the yeah, top that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of players like that. Um, I probably put myself in that bracket. Yeah, God, wasn't the best player. I used to work and tackle, try mm. my best that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Definitely make a career that way. Make yeah. a career with t- literally your mouth talking. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can actually talk your way through games. <laughs> you can. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Did you ever get sent career. off? Once. Why? What happened? Uh, playing for Macclesfield. Um. Remember a referee called Uriah Rennie. I've heard the name, but I can't put a face to it. Yeah, same. Um. He was the referee. 
strange character. Um, but it's story. He used to be. He used to do stories about him. He used to have the linesman give him massages before games. To him, he loved himself. <laughs> yeah. But strange. Type him in YouTube and look at him. Some of the strange things he's done in the game. Strange guy. Basically, just jumped off for an other. Yeah. Two of us. Uh, I think it was another scout I was playing against against Blackpool. Five of us jumped up and as we both landed, he's on the floor. The referee just come with that red card. He said, basically, elbows, which I never. <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean? I just jumped, <laughs> you just jumped, you know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't do that. But, um, yeah, that was the only red card I got. What's it like being sent off? Do you, well, so, you know, I was actually yeah. gutted. I feel like you let it go down, yeah. <laughs> I, I was actually gutted because I thought I can go through a career. I used to love a yellow card. I used to always get yellow cards yeah. all the time. I used to get about 10, 15 a season. Yeah. Um, but I used to think to myself, I'll never get sent off. I'm not, I'm not that in the head to go in and try and hurt someone after maybe just yeah. being booked or trying yeah. to hurt someone in a bad way where I get sent off. Do you know? I mean, I love to tackle, I love just getting in there, but not to try and hurt someone. Yeah. Um, I used to say in my head, like, I'll never get sent off. When it happens, I was devastated, like, I was gutted. <laughs> because yeah. uh, I think the team got beat 1-0 as well because of it, and it makes it's it feel worse, even yeah. worse, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so obviously when all the lads come in and the manager comes down, and you sit in the corner, you're dead down, aren't you, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was good to the So um, if you had to go back, for example, and like talk to yourself at like 16, 17, what like piece of advice would you give them? To like a young young footballer coming through. Don't go out drinking with the lads. <laughs> <laughs> no, serious. I wish I had someone behind me to say the same thing. Yeah. Um, especially in a city like Liverpool. You know, yeah. there's all sorts going on in town, isn't there? Um, I have mates all the time. Ringing me, messaging me, going out tonight, you fancy it. Just wasn't looking back at it now. Just shouldn't have been doing it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think now, lads in the academies and that now are probably a bit more grown up than. I think they're more well known, aren't they, as well? Even yeah. just on social media, mm. you see kids that are 14 and everyone knows who they are. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just don't get dragged in by anyone to, to go and do something that you don't need to be doing, really. Yeah. Speaking of drinking, what's your favourite pints? That's one oh, question yeah. we always finish on. <laughs> favourite pints? <laughs> I had a couple of Moretti's the other day, which were nice. Yeah, yeah, Moretti's just Moretti's, yeah. Good choice. Take that. Um, have you got anything to promote, like um, your business or anything, where they, where they can find you? Uh, my business that uh, we still got is a company called Cover My Life Limited. Um, even though it's still there, uh, I'm doing a little bit with it. Yeah. I'm not actively pushing it like the call centers and all that no more. Yeah. Um. So I still do it. I still got things there in place to do it, but I'm not actively doing it because of things that happen with the pandemic and that. So yeah. I've actually got other interests that I'm actually doing other work at the moment as well. Yeah. So I still got it there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, thanks yeah. very much for coming on. Really no enjoyed worries. that. Thanks and for lot, anyone watching, don't forget to like and subscribe. Give us a five star review if you're listening on Spotify. Thanks, thanks very much.